Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. My name is Doug. And I'm Marcus. And welcome to Films in Black and White. We're back at you for episode nine. Mm-hmm. We got to pick a different movie series to do, I think, right? Yeah, because yeah, last week was the last podcast, so we kind of have to pick a different route with it. Yeah, last podcast? Oh, no, this one is the uh, Rise of the Podcast. Oh, then it is the Rise of the Podcast. And it is the last one, so we're going to have to switch it up. I was thinking Jurassic Park. Okay. Um, I was also thinking Harry Potter. That, has, that would like, be a fun one. A lot of movies. So we'll, you we'll, could go yeah, Lord we'll... of the Rings route, too, oh, the Fellowship yeah. of the Podcast. You could go Lord of the Rings. That's a good one. The two podcasts. The two podcast. The, <laughs> the, the two separate podcasts. Uh, there's a lot. You can actually do a lot. You could do yeah. Batman. We could do Batman references, Superman. Oh, those references. would all be fun. Those you know, fun. let's do this. Let's put out a call to the people who listen. Yeah. Let us know fuckers. what movie trilogy <laughs> you want us to do next. All five of you. Put your All put your, four and a half of you. Put your, put your thinky caps on. <laughs> And let us know what you want to let us know what you want to hear. You know what? Gathering consensus for this is going to be a breeze because it's yeah, going to be okay. like two people respond oh, to a Facebook yeah. post and they're going to go, "Yeah, they'll do this uh, one. <laughs> we should do this one." And we'll be yeah. like, "Yep, two of you responded. Here we go." But best believe when I come on the podcast, I'm going to be like, "A hundred people. We surveyed a hundred people, and this is what they wanted to do." You know, you gotta you gotta gas yourself up when nobody really believes in you yeah 98 people are imaginary two of yep. them are real that's, and that's true. fine that's true that's, that's true fine all right well this week is a news episode so mm-hmm. um we're gonna do kind of split things the way we do it um but marcus just to kind of start us off we're still in the times of the rona mm-hmm. so how are you holding up and then you know what are you listening to what are you watching what are you reading that type of stuff Man, uh, this week was kind of hard. Just it was a lot of news, um, like Ahmaud Arbery, that story. Um, yeah, just nuts. a lot of sad stuff happening this week. So I couldn't even bring myself to watch the video. But yeah. um, just real, real sad stuff. So I've, I've been kind of battling those emotions going back and forth. Sure. Um, just I've had conversations with Doug about it, just being black in South Dakota when this stuff happens. is isn't like the easiest, no. but it's like, uh, you know. <laughs> Oh wow! Excuse me, that was rude. Um, so, that was right, not a that was not the, a sound effect. All the pressures of the week. No, no, that that was not that was straight from my gullet. So there you go. But uh, it was just a it was a, that was, that made it a harder week. Um, just a lot of the news and stuff like that. Not to mention the corona stuff. Just yeah. getting I'm getting tired of that and people opening up too soon. I'm getting tired of that and all of that. Yeah. But other than that, just trying to finish up finals on a strong on sure. a strong note. And uh, as far as reading and. I've actually started this journey of watching all the Batmans over and over. Okay. So like starting back with the Michael Keaton Batman Mm -hmm. all the way through Mm -hmm. to Batfleck. Yeah. To Batfleck. Okay. Batfleck. So I started off with, um, I I have this four DVD set of uh, the original Batman movies with George Clooney, Val Kilmer, um, and, and Michael Keaton's first two, and then sure. I have the Dark Knight trilogy on DVD as well. Yeah. But then I have, um, and then I'll get to I have to watch on streaming uh, Justice League and Batman versus Superman and that kind right. of stuff to get there. You know what? I think that Tim Burton was ahead of his time with this Batman. I actually no, I think Tim Burton was right on time. I okay. think that that was the perfect time to execute 
this type of Batman sure. with that type of grunge. I don't how he manages to make his films look like a live action claymation. I will never know. I honestly so, will never. So I've so I'm. This is gonna sound weird. <laughs> my brother, when I was growing up, my uh -huh. brother absolutely absolutely loved. The Nightmare Before Christmas. It oh. was hands down his favorite movie. Okay. So as a result, like I kind of like looked into, mm -hmm. um, like my mom always shared with both he and I like information about Tim Burton. Mm -hmm. One of the things about Tim Burton is he, so there's a book that you can read called Burton on Burton. So he basically talks about how he shot, filmed, mm -hmm. directed, executed all of his movies and it's really really interesting i think it's super i think it's a little bit longer than you would expect but mm -hmm. um it's a good read if you're worth it uh, if it's worth if, if it's worth it to you to kind of dive into it yeah um he insisted on making models like because remember like back in the late 80s early 90s like a lot of this stuff wasn't available computer wise yeah. so for him he was like i would rather not sacrifice and have it look fake so if I can build a model and get super, super, super in depth with it, Makes I sense. would prefer to do that as opposed to sacrifice the quality of the movie. Makes so he sense. was super, super obsessed with like detail. And so that's a lot of the reason why he built like smaller scale models yeah. of things. That, that makes sense on why Gotham looks the way it does and why oh, the, yeah. the sequences look the way they do. Not in a bad way at all either. Just kind of fit for that time period. Oh, sure. Um, so, yeah, and you know what? Michael Michael Keaton doesn't get enough credit. Um, oh, I think he was awesome. Yeah, he was He was the best. I think the entire casting, all casting choices were phenomenal. Um, like yeah. um, uh, Pfeiffer. Yeah, Michelle, Michael, Pfeiffer. Yeah. yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Why did I say Pfeiffer? And yeah. Catwoman. Yeah, yeah she was Catwoman. awesome. She was, she was amazing in that. And that's actually the one that I'm on now. Um, and, then, and then you think about Jack Nicholson. You think about Danny oh, yeah. DeVito. Like, all of these people are, uh, you know, they, they did well for this film. And actually, Batman, the first Batman was not bad at all. I can no. go back and watch it. And one of the fun no. facts that came up was uh, his intentions for to add Robin to the Batman Returns. Yeah, uh, the second one, right? Have you ever heard this rumor? Uh. -uh. So, so he, I, I read, and I, and I read this in a couple places. So, um, you, Marlon Wayans, Wayans was actually set to play Robin. Oh my God! So, uh, <laughs> he was actually set to play Robin. Had signed the contract, did a suit fitting, and everything. That's um, nuts. Yeah, but they cut him from the story. But the funny part is, he still gets residual checks every time Batman Returns airs on TV. Really. Yeah, for for so whatever reason, so ironclad that like they must have had something shot where they yeah. were like, "You're gonna get paid every time this movie airs." Yeah, he, so he, he must have something. done some work, or he signed, or he was just smart with his contract and went for royalties instead of the payout that typically goes back then. Right. So, I don't know what it was, but just to think about like think about it, if he was in that role, that's pretty like, impressive. Tim Burton was very big on diversity. You know what I'm saying? And and, yeah. and he, from what I can tell, he had a black Harvey Dent, uh, not just anybody. He had Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent. And I heard <laughs> yeah. that that was going to be the next movie as well, was having Billy D. play that Two-Face. Oh, I would have loved to see that. Oh, I would have loved to see how, how smooth you can be with that. You, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm big on, on representation. So sorry, I made this longer than it was supposed to be, but I'm rewatching okay. Batman. So that's what, we're, that's what we're into right now. Okay. Um... Cool. Well, that's good. Yeah, I love yeah. diving down those old ones. I mean, I love watching Batman Returns. I mean, I think it's one of my favorite. I thought, you know, I think Danny DeVito gets a lot of credit, and so I'm going to continue yeah. to pour credit his way. 
mean, his penguin was awesome. Like he disgusting, just, but disgusting. Awesome. And he played it really, really well. But that's yeah. always been a favorite movie of mine. Yeah, so. yeah, I, yeah I feel you, I feel you on the on the on the Rona stuff, kind of catching up and getting to me. Um, I'm kind of. Re- we're talking about going back to work and that's a lot of the conversation for us lately is, you know, what is looking, getting back on campus look like. So it's a little crazy and it's a little stressful, but especially since daycare may not open till August. So yeah. And, and the news of that poor man shot while running, it's just Mm -hmm. all that stuff just kind of gets to me and it's just, it's hard to listen to. And it seems like, it seems like 2020 just feels like, it feels like a really bad amusement park ride yeah. that right when you start telling the person running the machine, like, Hey, wait a minute, this is too fat. I feel fast. I feel sick. Yeah. He goes strap in. It's going to get worse. Like yeah. it, it, he feels like he just turns, like if the dials at yeah. seven and you feel like you're going to throw up, he's like, let's see what it would be like at eight. Yeah. And yeah. you start to feel shitty at eight and then he jacks it up to nine. So yeah. I really kind of want to get off of this ride at some point and <laughs> get off of this ride at some point in time. Um, but it kind of is what it is. So, it's, I mean, it's hard. It, it looks like at least for the most part, things are looking a little bit bl- brighter. I mean, at least we have something to look forward to for the fall, right? I mean, we're going to yeah. open up in the fall. So, yeah. um, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, as far as what I'm reading, watching, etc., cetera, um, Brittany and I just finished watching all of Silicon Valley, which is an HBO show. So, oh, okay, yeah. yeah it's yeah, pretty yeah. funny. Seasons one through four are really good. Five and six are okay, kind of just yeah. wrapping stuff up. Um, she said she wanted to start watching The Sopranos, but I don't know if I have. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's quite an investment of time and emotional energy. So yeah, that'll, that'll definitely pass that the times like. of the Rona. Yeah. Yeah. Um, HBO Max watch it launches on May 27th, so I might look into that because I know that there's going to be some cool stuff that they put out that way. So I know that that's something um, to kind of look forward to as well. Yeah. So um, haven't really been had a chance to read anything as of late, other mm. than um limited segments of the news but mm-hmm. you know kind of coming and going from there so okay yeah oh well i just um reading what have i been reading i read an incredible hulk series it was pretty good but it was, it's long it's like sure. the span of like seven different comics oh wow um so it's it's very very long it's like it splits into seven different series but outside of that i just ordered new comics oh sure like real like, real, like non-digital comics. like an actual like an actual paper yeah. Yeah, so I ordered um, the throwbacks of Reign of the Superman along with Death of Superman, which is like the very first comic I ever read was Death of Superman. That's really cool. And then I ordered these um, these hip hop. The Mar- Marvel did a hip hop variant covers. Oh and sure, so I yeah. Ordered two of them. Yeah, I ordered two of those, and I'm I'm gonna start. Um, Some of those are those. really really cool. They're really like really, the really the cool. variant covers because yeah. they did them to match albums, didn't they? Yeah, they did them to match um, hip hop old school. Well, they did two seasons. Um, the first season did more of an old school hip hop, and then the second season did more of a um, more this generation's kind of hip hop. Yeah, and so it's pretty cool. They have the one that I did is the Black album by Jay Z, but it's it's Black Panther, it's T'Challa. That's and then really I got cool. One from J Cole, so and then the next one I'm getting is Naughty by Nature, but it's it's a Spider Man cover, so it's yep. like really really cool. It's really really dope. Yeah, really dope. So that's really really cool. I've yeah. I've seen those before, like just in pictures, like online, and they look really really just sweet. Really so cool. those it's like be... the perfect middle ground for me is like music, hip hop, comic. <laughs> I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, if there's a piece if there's a piece of paper that represents you the best those variant covers are probably sort of right on the nose for the most this is part. It. So this is it. So yeah. I'm here. Cool. 
All right. Well, um, news episode this week. So let's dive into some of the news that we have. Yeah. Why don't you kick us off? What do you have your first news article to share with us today? All right. So my first piece of news, I'm going to actually start with a rumor. Um, okay. I'm going to start with a rumor. So um, you know that even Avengers, the next Avengers movie is, is not, it's pretty far down the road right now. Sure. But the next Avengers movie, um, they're trying to, they're, we're, there's discussions on who's the villain is going to be, who the villain sure. is going to be, okay? Um, and so there's a couple options that are in the rumor mill. Now, we can't confirm these. Now, the last thing that we heard was Galactus, and we also heard Krang the Conqueror. Kang, Kang the Conqueror. Okay. But adding to the mix, the first person, Dr. Doom. Okay. Okay. And the second isn't a person, it's a group. The masters of evil. Interesting. Go group to that. You go group versus group. Interesting. So that's okay. I I look. I was thinking about it, and I was like, instead of one big bad like we did with Thanos, I would prefer to you switch it up. Yeah. You know, with you bringing a Fantastic Four in, Doom makes sense for 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 the Fantastic Four to lead that, the lead the franchise basically. Yeah, um, and then meet up with the Avengers and lead the Avengers to beating Doom or whatever the case may be. Sure, um, Masters of Evil also makes sense because we haven't seen much of um, Mordo, Mordo, Mordo um, mm-hmm. since he no. left Doctor Strange. We haven't seen much of um, who's the other one? It was was it Ghost that was in who was it in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp? The, the oh lady. yeah, Ghost. Yeah, she kind of yeah, drops Ghost. off. Yeah, she dropped off, and then of course we'll see in um, we will see in. Um, Baron Zemo from uh, Baron Zemo. Winter, yep. Sol- Winter Soldier yep. and Captain America. Yep. Yep. So that's 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 why I'm starting today. I'm, I'm starting there. That'd be kind of interesting to see. I mean, I like the group versus group thing, and it'd be kind of cool to see, you know, if Masters of Evil bring in Doctor Doom, so Avengers yeah. have to bring in Captain like the Fantastic Four to beat him. Like that'd be kind of interesting to see where that goes too. So mm-hmm. yeah, awesome. That's a great way to kick us off. Thank you. Um, Thank so you. Kind Thank of sticking you. my first piece of news kind of sticking uh, with where we're at um, in the Marvel side of things. So talking about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So there's been some rumors and some things that have come out um, regarding into the Spider-Verse 2. And so about what that might look like. And so, so the rumor is, is that into the Spider-Verse 2 will reveal, like we'll kind of focus on that Miles Morales and Gwen Gwen Stacy budding romance. Um, And so it'd be kind of cool because the chemistry from the first, movie was really really good between the two of them and you can get behind it um there's also some rumor that spider-man 2099 could also be one of the spider-men that kind of crosses over um so it'll be kind of interesting to see where this all kind of shakes out and what it all looks like um and so um they definitely teased a lot of it there's also sony might be pushing for an appearance of some live action heroes as well, specifically looking at Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield um, potentially being um, people to enter into that fray as well. So that's very um, interesting. Yeah, so I think it could be kind of cool to see how this all shakes out. I mean, I loved um, Into the Spider Verse as just a movie. I thought it was just really, really good. Um, I think con- like animated movies are fun to watch, and they're a mm. nice break from some of the live action stuff we get and man that one was really really good it had a lot of heart the story around miles was super compelling so i'm excited to see what they do with into the spider-verse 2 didn't uh at the end of the first one 
the Spider-Man 2099 was in at the end of the end credits in the first one, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, so, okay. I mean, it makes sense then that he would be kind of making his break into into the Spider-Verse too. It's just, what could the story be? Because, I mean... He's got to come yeah. from the future. Right, guess, exactly. Right? So that's all you would know, though. I wonder if, you know, you mentioned that um, the director talked about things looking different. I wonder if they'll change the animation style. Probably. I know that that was super duper popular, but I wonder if they will go a different route. Yeah. The animation style. Yeah. I could see him doing that. I mean, it would fit with changing things up and making it look a little fresh and a little different. So, I mean, if they decide to change it up, I think to be honest with you, I think most fans, including myself are pretty on board for whatever um, Chris Miller, who's a producer throws at us. So um, I think we're pretty on board with it just so long as it, I think they're going to have to pull some, from some other versions of Spider-Man. And thankfully there are so many of them that they could be anybody, which is kind of cool. So, yeah, that'd be cool if they can get the original three live action Spider-Man on the same, on the same film. I think that'd be really I would love to see Tobey Maguire. Yeah. I know he's tired of people asking, so he's got to do something to shut people up. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, and I feel like I saw this week, but kind of like the Tim Burton conversation, Christopher Nolan movies all kind of feel the same. Oh Yeah. It, they they feel and they kind of are shot the same kind of like they're in the 70s but they're not really in the 70s and people dress like i don't know you, you i don't know yeah i i know it will yep. be good oh yeah but i just feel like oh like another one yeah like, what, what about didn't he direct um 1917 1920 i think he might have produced it but i don't think he was a director for that okay one. Okay. See, and that one felt like a Christopher Nolan. It felt like a Christopher Nolan film too, as well. So right, because again, I just he hope has this a, feels he has, different. He has a style, which is yeah. um, he does shots in hallways. He does motion. historical movies particularly well. Like he has an ability to capture a an era or a location really, really well. Like Inception, when they're in South Africa and they're kind of meeting in that like tea mm. that bar area, I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm there. Like I'm absolutely there. Um, but he definitely has this like noir element to it um, that he's able to capture really, really well. So, um, and I think that that's why people are excited about this new movie Tenant because it could be, it, it looks like it could be something a little bit different than what yeah. we've come to expect. From and people. the plot lines are always good too. So I just yeah. so don't get me wrong there. Inception is a one of a kind movie. Um, sure. Batman Dark, Dark Knight Rises, the series is just a one of a kind Oh yeah, trilogy all in itself. Like, don't even get me started on that. That's yep. the most, one of the most beautiful trilogies I think. Um, like more recently, that is one of the more complete trilogies I think we've ever had. Oh, um, absolutely. And uh, yeah, all right, cool. That's cool. Good. Yep. Chrissy Knowles. Um, so for my next piece of news, there. Um. Sorry, I lost my picture. Um, WandaVision is reportedly in the editing stage of post-production. Um, and its visual effects works may be finished. So Interesting. the next question is, they're trying to figure out when does this come out? When do we release? Do we postpone? Do we move forward? Yep. Um, and, and, and because I have a feeling if they were doing it like The Mandalorian, do they release this by episode or do they do... Yeah. Um, or do they do a binge watching thing, which I highly doubt with Disney with the Disney Plus series? They don't want to be associated with. I can't see them doing that. I can't either. So, you know, that's where we are. Wandavision is done. It's in the, it's in the editing stages. We'll get the next piece to our story, um, yep. and I think it'll be dope. Yep. I'm. You know, I think 
I, I don't, I, if they decide to do it like a weekly release like they did with the Mandalorian, like I'm not going to be upset about that. Like I remember when the Mandalorian came out and when Disney Plus announced that they weren't going to do it all at once and it wasn't going to be a binge watching thing. I got to be honest with you. I actually really appreciated that because it made me pace myself and I feel like I enjoyed it more because mm-hmm. I couldn't, the anticipation for the next episode was so great that I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm awesome. Like I'm on board for for what happens so i'm i'm kind of excited about what they're going to do and if they decide to go that route um i'm very curious to see what the storyline of this is going to be yeah. uh, especially since this is going to there are a lot of people who are getting a little bit uh stir crazy and itchy for their next marvel fix um or their mcu fix for sure so this yeah. is going to scratch a big itch for a lot of people yeah i wonder I wonder where it falls between where it's supposed to fall. Actually, what comes first, WandaVision or um, Winter Soldier? And uh, sure, when what is? Oh my God, I just blanked. When the Captain, the Captain America and Winter Soldier, the new yep. Captain America and Winter Soldier, and then the Black Widow movie. So like you know, we'll we'll. I'm interested right. to see where all of this stuff falls. It's a lot of content that isn't even out yet that we haven't even considered. So yeah like let's get to it like we got nothing but time so people are going to be itching for more though so i think that's why that weekly release the weekly release while you're busy in the week i feel like it's cool yep. but a weekly release while you're quarantined may be a little bit of ass right so oh yeah absolutely yeah 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 um so currently uh according to like the schedule um the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is set to premiere late 2020, but WandaVision says fall. So it says fall 2020 okay. is when, so when it says. Person. Now, if they're done, they're obviously going to they'll, they'll push it up if they want to, but um, that's going to be particularly interesting to see what they do um, with that and which one will come out first. I mean, or, or if for some reason they might try and release them like where they overlap, so it'll be... And will the things in, for example, like WandaVision have any impact on what's going on in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? So it that'll be to. interesting to see what they do with that. It has to. And oh, then sure. if you think about Black Widow, there what I understand that Black Widow's dead, so that I think that's why everybody's not really itching to get to that film. But for we sure. can't forget there's a post credit scene. It's a Marvel mm-hmm. movie. So you never know what that post credit scene is going to show, reveal lead us to like it could be an essential piece and that was already supposed to come out so if that was already supposed to come out we're already supposed to be in our minds seeing this post-credit scene leading up to wandavision which would have got us hype which then led us up to falcon and the winter soldier so right i i think uh marvel's got their work cut out for them in the next year oh, or two sure. they have they, they have a lot to do and catch up on and stuff like that so that's going to yeah. be interesting oh yeah absolutely and i'm <laughs> on board for all oh yeah i'm here i'm here i'm here yep. i'm locked in um years cool next piece of movie news i have is uh switching from disney plus over to netflix mm. um and uh so the movie bright with will smith and joel edgerton that kind of did that sort of real world fantasy component to it um, um they got they're they're doing a new one um and there's been some drama over the director um, David Ayer uh, directed the first one, um, and it was a high, bu- high budget movie. Um, but Bright Two looks like it's going to have a different director, so they hired Louis Lettrier, um, mm-hmm. and he'll replace and kind of take over from that particular um, angle. So 
I don't know, kind of excited to see what it's going to look like. Um, it looks like it could be interesting. I didn't really know what to expect from Bright when I watched it. Um, I don't know what I'm, to expect, and I watched it. Yeah, so it could be kind of interesting to see um, where it goes from there. Um, the new director, uh, Letrier, um, has been – he directed – Jason Statham's The Transporter franchise. Mm. Uh, he also directed The Incredible Hulk for Marvel Studios. Um, mm. And so it could be interesting to see um, what he does on that end. He has a bit of a relationship with Netflix because he was the one who did um, The Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, was a, which was a Netflix. Oh, I didn't watch that one. No, I yeah. didn't either. But, um, but yeah, so I think it'll be kind of interesting to see how it all goes. Um, he has... A lot of fans really liked that Dark Crystal prequel, so it'll be kind of interesting to see um, what they do with it. Um, I mean, I really liked The Incredible Hulk. I think it was well done. Loved so, it. Loved it. I mean, thought it was the best he, thing right before we got a Marvel Universe. Yeah, so I think that if he does, if, if he can bring that with him to Bright 2, I think it could be pretty cool to see what, see what happens. I'm very curious, after watching Bright, I'm very curious to see what the story could be. Yeah, did David Ayer? He he uh he directed Suicide Squad, right? I believe so. Yeah. I'll double he's, check, but yeah, he's not having sure. a good time. He's not having a good year. He's not. He's not <laughs> he is, he is not, not at all. He's, he's been kicked down the street. You know, I sure. think if you if you ever want to not to, I don't want to keep downplaying this man because I didn't have a problem with Suicide Squad too. I thought it was a nice right. fun movie, but yeah. nothing. It was not nothing. I would have built a franchise around, not my DC franchise around. Um, sure. But we got Margot Robbie out of it. So I thought that that was sure. good. And I thought Will Smith did great in that film too as well. Because <laughs> so, fuck him, that's why. That's how we feel. That's how we do here around uh, films in black and white. So there's two things we believe in. Fuck him because that's why. And wash your ass. And you, better like wash, you better wash your ass. You better wash. <laughs> oh, man. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, we'll leave it there. I don't want you to get too worked up before we sign off. No, because um, I heard the last episode during the end, I kind of went on a little rant there, and I, you know, you were very excited about washing asses. Not everybody's, just yours. Yeah, just my ass, because yeah, I want to make right. sure my ass is my ass ain't clean. I can't tell nobody else to clean ass. <laughs> <laughs> that made no sense. The other thing is, is we are working currently on trying to get some wash your ass swag put together. Mm -hmm. um, one, in case you need a friendly reminder while you're in the bathroom. <laughs> But we're <laughs> while you're taking a shit, you're gonna look up and be like, I should wash my ass today. That, that He's gonna say, make, Films in black and white. We're not making wash your ass posters, we're washing stickers, which means whatever you put this on, you mm -hmm. brought into the bathroom that, with you on so, purpose. On purpose, on purpose. <laughs> which is a little weird. So, anyway, I wanna, make, I wanna make wash your ass soap. I feel like that'd be that'd be better. That way, you, it's in the bathroom. It's already in there, and you can just every time you're washing a crack of your ass, you can think about films in black and white. Right? Yeah. That, hey, I'm on board. I'm here for it. I think that's whatever good. we can do. That's merchandising. Yeah, merchandising. There you go. That's what it is. Uh, that's how. That's where the real money is. Um, but so that's what we got for you this week. Again, rate us, review us, tell your friends. Um, we love doing this. Thank you again to the Elite Eight who continue to listen. Um, so give us a five star. Drop us and find us wherever you get your podcast. Sure. And that watch Artemis Fowl, and we will see y'all next week. Word. See y'all. See ya. And sign her to be able to do it is a big deal. So um interested to see what they do with it. Um, I mean, video game movies have 
they've struggled. There are not a lot of really good video game movies out there. Um, Dwayne the Rock but Johnson is bag of weights. He is, and he's a big motherfucker too. Um, so some of the news that is surrounding the DC fandom is Zoe Kravitz um, apparently has a series in development at HBO Max for playing Catwoman. Um, there is an untitled Harley Quinn and the Joker project that is going to be announced in DC fandom. Um, just a, a lover story. And there was, oh, there was one more. I forgot the rest. All right, it doesn't matter. Anyway, DC Phantom is coming. They have a large list of things. Um, I do want to say I've been watching Stargirl. Very good mm. show. Okay. Very, very good show. I am upset that the CW now has their hand in it, though. Um, they are going to ruin <laughs> that show. And it sucks. Because it is like a cinematic movie, the TV show. Okay. Uh, now that it's at the CW, because the DC Universe app is no longer going to exist, because now Titans, Harley uh, Quinn, and Doom Patrol is all getting pushed to HBO Max. Max. Yep. Um, Star Girl got pushed, and Swamp Thing also got pushed to the CW. So just to clarify for those that have no idea, so and I think I follow this. So Star Girl was on the DC app. Yep. And that's where like all those other homegrown shows like. Mm -hmm. uh, that Swamp Thing and Titans. Yep. yep. Um. So, but so that DC app is being done now, and they're gonna push all that. So they're gonna push Stargirl to CW now. Yep. So here's what happened. People are noticing these little changes. The DC Universe app canceled their yearly subscription. Right. So they then went monthly. So then everybody was like, "Oh shit!" Then somebody noticed on Facebook the DC Universe app turned just into it had their their page that they had turned only into the DC Universe. So these are all hinting that the site, yep. that little app, is about to die, and all of that content will most likely because they put Harley Quinn, the animated TV series, yeah, yep. that was on new, HBO Max. and they put it right on H. They put both seasons on HBO Max and oh. finished out Doom Patrol on HBO Max. HBO Max. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's gonna go uh, away. Yeah, I mean, so that's a wrap. You know, it's a wrap on Star Girl. Uh, and that show's so fun. You know, I, I feel like I feel like it was kind of inevitable because right, we're getting to this point where it's like we can't support all these streaming services nope. like nope. as just general extraordinarily middle class people, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we just we can't. We gotta pick yeah. two, maybe three. You, you get four if you have like a sister in law that is like willing <laughs> yep. to share. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> you know, like maybe. But like there's I just never thought there was enough there was enough pull for that, but nope. For DC fandom, I'm I'm really pumped too because there's going to be a Suicide Squad video game that yep. um, is coming from the people that did Batman Arkham. So for the people who do video games, that's super exciting. I don't really know what to expect from that, but like I I'm excited for like a bunch of movie and comic book news and video game news. I like that. Well, I, I'm I'm more excited than I have been in a while because since everything got canceled. Nothing's been concentrated. It's just like mm -hmm. one day it's like, hey, this thing's happening. And you're like, okay. Well, yeah. I think it's so, just because, all right, all right. again, mm -hmm. the goddamn rock and the snowball coronavirus has mm -hmm. just, I think it's all been doom and gloom when it comes to yeah. comic book, movie, yeah. and video game news of stuff getting put back or productions being put on hold. So what's exciting is that even you kind of felt this with San Diego Comic-Con a little bit. It was sort of like, this feels very muted. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I think DC fandom is like, no, 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 this is all shit to look forward to. There's literally nothing right. in here that's going to bum you out. Like, it's yeah. if you're hungry for, for it. And I think it's shout out to them is that they're able to 
they're going to now get it almost for once in this battle between DC and Marvel. They're going to be ahead of the game just a smidge. Absolutely. And that's, that's you know going to be that's a really, really cool. That's a really good point. They, yeah. I mean, they because Marvel played it so safe that, I, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know when the next Marvel property is coming out. Like, nope. What a sea change. Yeah. 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 It's, we don't know it's, when all that Disney Plus stuff is supposed to drop. So this is huge. And so, and Zack Snyder has already said that his Justice League exists in another universe. So it's like, you know how DC, if you're familiar, has 50, they have this 52 where they have yep. all these yep. different universes and stuff. And so Zack Snyder has already said that his version of Justice League, it exists in another universe. So this isn't even, and it's also been said that Matt Reeves' Batman will exist in another universe and Flashpoint will be the connect, the Flash movie will be the connector to show that we have multiple things going at once, which if you're familiar with the CW and the Flash um, and all the the shows on there, I love the fucking Flash. Yes. Like um, they have these crossover events and in their last crossover, you got to see Ezra Miller and, and Grant Gustin interact as these two different Flashes while also establishing these various Earths that mm-hmm. exist. And so I think DC finally can, but in the comics, it's always been like this. Now's the time they can actually establish it where Marvel has to kind of yeah. stick with this one universe, one yeah. world we all exist in and kind of feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think they almost have to retrofit it, right? Because that's kind of yeah. what they're doing with Doctor Strange is they're saying yeah. it's the multiverse of madness. Yeah. Oh, they can go right, DC can go right out of the gate and say, yeah. nope, this is the way it's always been, but Marvel's going to have to retrofit a multiverse to fit in shit they've already done. So almost, yeah, to be honest with you, for the first time in a while, advantage DC in this area. So. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point to make because I, I mean, there's just I th- I feel like with comic books and like with comic book movies, like when you enjoy them, you understand there's going to be a little homework involved because that's uh, yeah. how you enjoy Absolutely. some of like yeah. the more spectacular and wonderful things that comic book movies bring. And for better or worse, DC is just like out of the gate, like I don't know, like, they're, not, like, they're not in the same place, but like mm-hmm. it's the same ideas. Yeah, mm-hmm. just have fun. And meanwhile, Marvel's like, this is the book. And only things can happen in the book. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't deviate. It has to make mm-hmm. sense in the book. And you know, yep. DC meanwhile is just like, I don't know. Sure, Joker. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's yeah. there. You tell Marvel, us. Marvel Studios has a book of brand standards, and yeah. like, <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah. DC's the Marvel- like. I mean, it's written on a toilet paper piece. We don't know. DC is the DC is the college professor that doesn't wear any shoes in class until <laughs> yes. you say, "Pick up your notebook now, rip out the pages." Holy yeah. Mar- Marvel's the one that's like, <laughs> Marvel's the yeah. one that's like, if it's in the book, it's on the test, and this yeah. is what the fuck is happening. Yeah, right. Yep. That yep. that is the best example. Oh yeah. I've ever yeah. heard. Yeah, that is that's, thank that's you. legit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And everything that goes along with it. Is this gonna be on the test, DC prof? I don't know. You Ooh, tell me. What's the test? You are the man. you're the test. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? In and of itself. <laughs> what I want that... you to do is say hello to a pretty girl. That's the <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I would be an awful professor. Um, be... I'm actually gonna stick with <laughs> I would be an awful yeah, okay. Anyway, um I'm going to stick with DC for my last piece of news. And it's, it is unfortunately more bullshit surrounding um, DC entertainment's former president, Jeff Johns. Um, Ray Fisher tweeted um, recently, either today or yesterday. And this is what he tweeted. Um, 
Jeff John summoned me to his office to belittle and admonish me in my agent's attempt to take grievance up the chain of command and then made a veiled threat to my career. This behavior can't continue. So essentially he is saying formally and publicly on Twitter that Jeff Johns, the DC, the former DC entertainment chair, uh, took a shot at his career um, for shit surrounding um, the first version and the worst version, fuck Josh Whedon, of the Justice League. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where that shook out and, and how that kind of went. So I think it's I think we're going to see more people coming for Jeff Johns and some of that, um, I don't want to say threat, but almost that insinuation that more bullshit happened behind the scenes as it related to um, Justice League than we previously knew, I think is going to be a little bit more apparent going forward. I'm convinced that I'm co- I'm convinced that um, Josh Whedon, I don't know who, who he's in cahoots with, but this is my theory that he was sent to sabotage that Justice League movie. I, I just I honestly feel that Conspiracy way because theory. there's no way that movie you watched that CGI mustache go on a big screen and you said. <laughs> Yes. You watch this weak ass looking old wrinkly Steppenwolf go on the big screen and you said, yeah, that looks about right. You have this scene where the Flash for no damn reason is laying on top of Wonder Woman sexually. And you said, yes. Mm. <laughs> fuck you, Josh Whedon. I, and, and Jeff Johns, if you're a part of this shit, well, fuck you too. <laughs> yeah, it's not okay. Like, And nope. I think it's really, it's really hard for me and it and it, i go through this process anytime i like i really respect a creator and then i see stuff like mm-hmm. this like he also i mean like he's very involved with dc he wrote green lantern for yep. like years and yeah. i got obsessed with it um his run on green lantern and it's really disappointing to to hear this stuff and i, I mean i believe i think i think the thing here is that i believe ray fisher like yep. I and I think it's what's at is that all this stuff coming out of Justice League and Joss Whedon and all the garbage that mm-hmm. is with Joss Whedon. Um, I, I think it makes sense. Like I think this yeah. movie was a pressure cooker. I think a lot of people wanted to get it right for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like the the vibe on set, at least basically from what we're seeing here, was just like get it done. Like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what about X Y Z. Get it done, and I'm really disappointed that it, it seems like Jeff Johns is a part of that. And I yeah. thought we were better than That's that. A bummer. Yep. Yep. No. Well, fuck yeah. Josh Whedon. Sorry, I had to get it in before you go. And Brian Singer. And too. fuck Brian Singer too. Yeah, for fuck bitch. Brian Singer too. Yo, bitch ass. Like this is nasty. All you nasty fucks in there. That you know, and the people that aren't holding your people accountable. Yeah, y'all part of that too because y'all are just nasty. Stop that shit. Okay. Call people Woo-hoo! out. The film is black and white. Train is coming. <laughs> Brian, you see, we already got Josh Whedon up out of here. Hey, I'm fine with that. Yeah, we can get Brian Singer out of here, too. I'm 100% okay with that. Nasty fuck. Anyway, uh, gentlemen, anything else that I'm missing news-wise that we need to cover um, that you had that's super pressing? Hell no. Okay. I think the only thing that I wanted to add, and it's not, it, this is just my own pontific- pontification, is that if, if this Mulan release does really well at the beginning of September, my hope is that we get that Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. And we already talked about the implications of Disney yep. putting this behind a paywall. Yes, it is concerning. But as a Marvel fan, as a comic book fan, the idea that we'll get a new Marvel thing, yeah. like, that's exciting. That's yep. really cool. Because I would love to watch Black Widow at Thanksgiving. That sounds yep. great. 
That's true. Um, and I'll happily pay 30 bucks because I'm not going anywhere. Yep, so, that's right. That's, um, that's oh, it. That's I just, that's that was, movie. that was one piece of, of information I just wanted to share and throw out there. No, that's Damn, cool. Yeah, maybe Mulan is the, Mulan is the testing for Black it Widow. Then that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Why is it $30? That makes sense. Why you attempted with, because if Mulan, a film that they have not built any like major hype around right. can be successful, a Black Widow film can, would blow it out of the water and oh, establish yeah. ground to continue to do this. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's crazy. Agree. Totally. Crazy. Brian, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, make sure you get it. I want to make sure I'm queuing you up. Make sure you get it. <laughs> make sure you get it, Brian. Anything that you want to plug or talk about before we sign off for today? Yes, I do. I want to plug uh, my wife's lifestyle blog, thelovenerds.com. Uh, you can find everything there. Oh, look at that. Thank you for that fanfare. Of course. Uh, you can find all types of things there. You want to find some recipes that are nerd related. We got, there's, there's a ton of stuff out there for you. Her most popular post is the girl on fire cocktail. Go check oh. that out. There Ooh. may be some fireball whiskey involved there. Um, but yeah, check it out. Really easy crafting stuff. If you're staying at home right now, really easy stuff on there yeah. um, to Keep your attention. Make some stuff. So, thelovenerds.com. That is fire. There, there it is. Yes. That is perfect. I don't it's think perfect. anybody could have done that better. That's that's Hell the right no. word to say it. No, absolutely. Uh, 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 yeah. um, Marcus, anything you want to plug or anything you want to sign off with? Uh, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing to plug. Look, uh, album on the way. Max is on the way. Now I mean, keep your eye out for that. Random is out now. Stream all the music at marcusdestin.com. Also. Beyond that, go to filmsofblackandwhite.com because yeah, it's an awesome shit. website. We intro you with some fabulous uh, suggestions um, as soon as you get to the website. All right, So go to filmsofblackandwhite.com to find out what I'm talking about. Doug has a wonderful snack time um, that oh, he yeah. does on the Instagram, on the Facebook, on the Twitter, all yeah. at Films in Black and White. That stuff is – there's some really good delicious stuff on there, man. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. are that, that That pop, caramel popcorn is basically crack. I've eaten a majority of it. Like, I need you to understand. Most of the snacks, it's like I make it, and then I freeze it, or I share with Uh the kids or something. I've eaten a majority of that myself. Yep. Yep. You know what? You deserve it. Yeah, I guess so. He does deserve it. He does deserve it. You treat yourself. Treat Treat yourself. yourself. I mean, Doug, you know, you're you're doing a lot. You, you You got some kids. You know what? You deserve it. That's, That's what snack you, time Brian. is all Thank about. Thank you. That's what yeah. it's all about. No problem. So go to filmsandblackandwhite.com. You know what I'm saying? Listen to us wherever it is that you get podcasts. Um, and I'm going to swing it back to Doug to go ahead and take us about here. All right. Look, I don't have anything to post. I don't have anything to talk about. Marcus covered us on Films in Black and White. Brian covered the love nerds, which is really important. And so here's what I need you to do. It's my favorite part of the show, everybody. I need everybody to just listen to me for a minute. <clears throat> I need you to go to your bathroom. And I need you to grab a loofah. And I need you to get whatever whatever soap you use, lather it up real nice. This is the loofah. And just scrub your goddamn ass. Just get up in there. Make sure it's cleaned out. Make sure it's sanitary for yourself Mm -hmm. um, and for the health and safety of others. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your Mm -hmm. ass. Wear a mask. I can make a rhyme out of this pretty easily, but just... Just do it. Like, it makes Listen, everybody's life easier. New rule. All right? Well, I know we said wash your hands for 20 seconds, but first, before you even wash your hands, wash your ass for 20 seconds. Yeah. And practice. then wash your... But, because here's the other 20. thing. Here's, uh, some of y'all 
it isn't necessarily that your ass stinks, it's that you're wiping and washing in the wrong order. You're going butt to face and that causes pink eye. You need to go a separate rag for your face, okay? Yep. Then body, then yep. butt, okay? I would say hands. You're going in reverse. Too. Hands, put your hands in there, like all of yep. that. But yep. stop going in the opposite order and using the same rag to wipe your ass and wipe your face. That causes yep. acne, pink eye, stink butt, mud butt, everything. It Just wash your ass. Yeah, yeah. Take care of it. Take care of it for you. <laughs> Take care of it for your family. Episode yeah. 22, we still got to tell you to wash your goddamn... Stop us the fuck out of here before yeah. I get mad. Anyway, thank you for joining us for this episode of Black and White. Go grab he, a he, damn loofah. Shout out to Brian for joining us again. So you yeah. have him back. Um, we'll be back next week with Marcus. What movie are we watching next week? We will be watching, because we have some catching up to do, The Old Guard, available on Netflix. Ooh. So we will be reviewing that. Awesome. Uh, yeah, just next week. Yep, we'll see you all next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Films in Black and White. We'd like to thank our special guest, Brian Rausch, for joining us on the show. Check out all the great things his wife Maggie is doing on thelovenerds.com. We will be back next week with a films in black and white review of the Netflix movie The Old Guard. Stay up to date on all the podcast news by going to filmsinblackandwhite.com. Stay safe, stay healthy, we love y'all, and we'll see y'all next week.